Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I'm always about financial freedom, time, location, health freedom. I'm always in search of collector of ideas, people doing innovative things, interesting things, and trying to bring those to your awareness and to the audience. So the audience can be physicians, lawyers, dentists, high-income professionals, anything that can help inspire you. So today we have a uh, entrepreneur uh, from Europe. Her name is Irina, and she's the SaaS founder of TrackManage or TrackMage.com. And then she's a business consultant who specializes in operations and processization. And today's going to be talking about um, e-commerce and uh, how to do side hustles, start your own business, side revenue. So, Irina, welcome. Thank you, Christopher. I'm really excited to be here today with you and uh, like yeah uh, it's a little bit late on my end but uh, i still believe that we have uh, some good energy going and we can just deliver some value for the listeners today well that's good Uh, thanks so much for you know i know the time difference and thanks so much and uh, you know the audience and listeners appreciate it um tell us about uh you know who you are yourself and um we'll get started all right uh so uh my name is i know it's unpronounceable but uh definitely <laughs> know it so like yeah uh, i'm a founder of track mage uh it's a software as a service uh that uh, helps uh, e-commerce entrepreneurs uh provide best the best post-purchase experience so uh like the best way to explain what we do is that uh remember when you ordered a product from uh, amazon uh, so the Amazon, they always uh, tell you where the product is uh, and by what date you're going to get it. And they always send you emails uh, about uh, like the changes in your order status. So we take all that fancy functionality uh, and we make it available outside of Amazon. So for all those sellers who are not selling on Amazon, but uh, on Shopify, WooCommerce, uh, and ClickFunnels and other software. So that's precisely what we do uh, and uh, this product uh, actually helps uh, liberate entrepreneurs from doing everything when uh, people are uh, like sending customer support requests with like oh where is my package today uh, and uh, the person literally the person uh, needs to respond to that message because sometimes that when you don't respond uh, customers they get agitated uh, like they get anxious they press the refund button so to prevent that it's better to reply uh, but even better, you can eliminate that request in the first place when you have the automation that tells them where the package is without them having to ask. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, you know, I think uh, everything is moving to as a service. So like software, AI, um, even like mobility. Um, I recently heard of data as a service companies. So um What's uh, interesting is, so you work in the field of e-commerce and um, what, uh, okay, so this is interesting um, because what you're doing is akin to Amazon is basically competing in this um, e-commerce customer experience and and as a key to customer retention, uh, elaborate on that. So uh, the key to customer retention is literally to provide the best service that you can. Uh, because uh, if a person bought from you once, uh, they uh, they are expecting that they're going to be served. Uh, and when you are providing the like experience after that like buy button was pressed, uh, you engage with the customer while they are in the most sensitive uh, like how to say that they are in suspense. 
because we don't know if like, oh, I bought this thing, but is it going to get there? Like, uh, can I trust this company? Like, when the person is buying for the first time, like, we, we never know uh, what we're going to get in the end. But uh, when you provide this uh, extra touch point, extra care, uh, you get uh, loyalty. And if the customer got this uh, amazing post-purchase experience, they are more likely to buy again. And uh, like the likelihood actually goes up uh, by 27% for the first time. For the second purchase, it goes 47%. Wow. And then for the third time, it's 57%. So like there is like probably uh, like 157% that they're going to buy again if they bought for three times. It's the customer for life relationship. Uh, and again, uh, the customers are currently, the expectations are really high because all those companies that are providing the best post-purchase experience out of the box, like uh, if you order something from uh, Amazon, you literally get all those uh, updates uh, and you don't have to ask. Yeah, the idea is just to serve the customer until they get the product and even after that, uh, ask them for a review, like all that stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was reading or listening to um, a podcast the other day about uh, Amazon and they, what they did was they um, basically automated everything and they made the customer experience so efficient and so you know companies uh, they they had trouble innovating on that so they had to they couldn't compete on price they you know then they were like first mover advantage so that's why they've been able to really dominate in the this whole space. So, then there's some, uh, what's interesting is in this time, you know, this really tragic time, you know, we're going through a period of change. Uh, what are some top, top supply chain management mistakes store owners make and how to avoid them? Yeah. Well, uh, the first would be to ignore the situation we're in. Uh, so sometimes uh, when, the, uh, like when the e-commerce store is operating, uh, the dropshipping model, uh, and they are still ordering from AliExpress uh, somewhere inside of uh, like mainland China, uh, they still expect that the customer is going to wait for one month and a half and not refund the purchase. So that's an unrealistic expectation. So uh, the e-commerce businesses, they have to adjust uh, and they need to uh, either source locally uh, from some of the, like some of the wholesale uh, brands or some uh, like I don't know distributors, uh, or they can uh, order some. They can order a batch in China, then ship it uh, all together to a fulfillment center, and then ship from there. Uh, because uh, if you don't do that, uh, there is a big uh, chance that your account uh, where you accept the payments is going to suffer all those uh, refund requests, and it might even uh, get restricted. So the merchant account uh, risk uh, is really high when you are dealing with uh, long delivery times. You can mitigate that to a certain extent, but again, it's not a realistic expectation to think that the customer is going to wait for one month or two months and not say a word. Yeah, uh, that's one. Uh, the second would be to, again, uh, buy inventory before you are sure that the product is going to sell. Uh, because uh, that's the the first mistake that all the amateur uh, e-commerce uh, entrepreneurs really start with. So they uh, get fascinated by the idea of having their e-commerce store. Uh, they uh, think that they found a winning product, something like, I don't know, like the socks for squirrels. Uh, and then uh, they just buy uh, 10,000 units of that. Mm -hmm. And then they have their uh, like garage uh, full of socks for squirrels and nobody's buying that. And then uh, they uh, start with, uh, like, I don't know, 
some creative marketing and they go to social media trying to pitch this uh, and they're trying to launch uh, multiple ads, but they still cannot get rid of this inventory. So the inventory is probably one of the last things you should invest into. Because if you start from that, uh, you are typically uh, at a disadvantage right out of the gate. So if you can find uh, some good partner uh, or some, uh, I guess, uh, fulfillment center or some dropshipping supplier that uh, will be able to provide the product in maybe like a week or two, uh, that's the ideal situation where you can start that business and you will not have the financial risk of not selling the inventory at hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like maybe the third uh, would be to actually provide good customer support uh, and care about the customers, because uh, that is uh, what makes or breaks the e-commerce business. Uh, most of the e-commerce businesses, and specifically uh, some of the dropshipping ones, uh, they don't care about the customer. They are always pushing for more uh, acquisitions. So they are just like, okay, we invest more uh, into the ads, we get more uh, customer acquisitions. But then we don't care about retention. It's just like a one-time purchase and we don't care about the customer anymore. Mm-hmm. The ideal situation would be to not think about just like one-time purchase, but think about that customer when you acquire them for the first time. What else could you sell to that customer? Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are, uh, for example, in the healthcare industry and you are selling some supplements or vitamins, uh, it's a good idea to think about like, well, okay, uh, so this customer is interested in supplements for muscle, I don't know, muscle gain. What else they could be interested in? Oh, maybe some uh, sport equipment, maybe some uh, sport uh, clothes, uh, maybe some uh, courses, maybe some, I don't know, additional training uh, that they could go for. And this is how you can uh, literally build a brand that is going to serve uh, the customer for the whole customer journey not just with like this small portion of it. Okay, I'm selling the supplement, I don't care about anything else. Mm. But if we, like, if we buy those like, I don't know, like muscle, uh, muscle gain uh, substance, what else could we buy? Maybe something that's going to help with weight loss or whatever. So again, uh, the possibilities are endless. All you need to do is just change your mindset with a mindset from uh, just one-time transaction to customer for life. And if you can get that uh, like loyal customer base following as well uh, on social media and uh, everywhere, this is where the money actually is. Uh, it's not about the like one-time purchase and uh, selling all the inventory that you bought uh, on the previous step when you were making all the mistakes. Uh, it's just about uh, building and serving the customers that you selected. And you selected you, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I really like because um, the actual the cost of acquiring customer is significantly more than you know a, a customer that's already bought from you. So I, I really like this yeah. idea. And then uh, it, it's literally five times bigger. Like uh, it's uh, five times more expensive to acquire a new customer than to retain an existing one. Hmm. Because yeah, <laughs> that's just the statistics like on average for all the industries. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is you um, uh, your um, company can uh, you talk about making five to 10% more extra sales? I presume it's on the, with existing customers um, and you can do this on auto- autopilot without increasing your ad spend or more staff. Tell us about that. Yeah, but that's uh, quite an interesting part. Uh, so when the customer is uh, waiting for their uh, package, uh, they are uh, 
they are actively looking for some way uh, to facilitate for that package, like facilitate that package to get here faster. And uh, what we found out is that uh, first of all, when we send them emails about the package, uh, the open rate is around 60% uh, on average. That means that customers they don't treat those emails as marketing; they treat them as transactional emails, and that's why they open them and read them. Mm. So what happens then? is that once the customer gets that tracking page uh, with a brand name of the store and uh, the information about the package, they check those pages on average, again, uh, one or two times per day. It's literally just like, okay, the person just doesn't have anything to do and they click and say like, okay, is it there yet? Is it there yet? Is it there yet? Like, <laughs> all this time. And uh, what we found out is that uh, while we're on the page and we're checking the status, it's a great opportunity uh, to introduce additional products that they can buy. Because Amazon, eBay, our platform, they already do that, but they don't focus on specific brand. Like, it's not a mono brand, it's just like anything that the person could buy. But uh, what if uh, you are uh, the owner of a brand? You're not interested in selling some other people's products, you are interested in selling more of yours. And that's what you can do with a tracking page where the products are going to be like they're going to be catered from only your store. Mm-hmm. And we've seen uh, that uh, on average, uh, around seven percent convert uh, to purchasing an additional product without even receiving the first one. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the beauty of it because the person is just like so bored, but they see like this interesting product they add it to the cart and they buy it. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how that happens. And another thing would be uh, that the customers, uh, they also uh, have the ability to visit social media and the uh, store itself, uh, where they can engage with the content and uh, maybe spread a good word about this uh, experience that they're having. Yeah, yeah, there's so many uh, different strategies um, that you can use and, um, you know, a lot, a lot of upselling and cross-selling. Um, uh, one thing that's, you know, we're almost to the end the uh, one thing that we're talking about is um you know customer cutting customer support costs but still um but without getting bad reviews or refunds um you know still basically increasing your margins making it more efficient and automated tell us about that yeah well it, it also falls into the same category of uh, what customers do when they don't have any information about the packages or uh, they literally have no communication from the brand uh, after they press the buy button. Uh, because uh, that's uh, the unfortunate uh, truth about most of the customer experiences uh, when it comes to purchasing some uh, books from ClickFunnels, uh, where you just bought a book, you get a confirmation, and then for a month you don't uh, even know if the package is coming or not, or if you should be, I don't know, uh, calling your bank to reverse the charge. <laughs> so the idea would be uh, that you maintain constant communication with that customer on autopilot uh, and uh, that alleviates that anxiety. So they will not be writing to your social media asking where the package is, they will not be uh, trying to call their bank, they will not be even uh, writing you emails. Instead, uh, they will be uh, constantly checking the tracking page and maybe buying additional products. So uh, what else? Uh, it like. It eliminates this uh, excessive amount of emails uh, that are all about the whereabouts of a package. 
uh, and uh, most of the issues that the customer support has to deal with are actually uh, genuine problems, like uh, the package gets uh, stuck on cu in customs, or there was a, a typo in the uh, address uh, where the package is coming to. So all these things, uh, they are, like, it literally is, uh, so if we treat uh, the entire customer support load uh, in the e-commerce business uh, as 100%, so the 70% of that is, like, still, where is my order, when am I get getting that order? And if you automate that part, all you're left is the, the remaining 30% of genuine problems and uh, customers reaching out for help. Yeah, it's been a really interesting conversation. It's uh, how you use software to automate and uh, really e-commerce, really high margins. And it's just fascinating how um, creative you can get with um, software, you know, if you think of it as a service, you know, traditionally it's been thought of as a product, but now, you know, with subscription and all of that, uh, how can people contact you, follow you, uh, your website, and um, and um, possibly work with you? Well, actually, they can just go to uh, trackmage.com. Uh, that's the main uh, website where you can find all information about uh, the software and you can start your free trial. Uh, so we offer a forever free subscription with uh, 100 package packages per month for free uh, for life. So that's what uh, currently like, it helps with uh, starting an e-commerce business where you don't have any upfront costs, uh, but you do have them uh, when you actually grow. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, the other thing would be to reach out uh, to me through social media. Like I have a LinkedIn profile and we have uh, the company LinkedIn profile. That would be uh, the best place to find me just uh, because I like this platform very much. Yeah. And another thing that uh, I could give is uh, this uh, resource uh, where they can download an ebook uh, and uh, get it, uh, like get a solid understanding how to get uh, extra sales from existing customers without increasing the ad spend and hiring more staff. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, at uh, trackmage.com uh, slash uh, flywheel dash extra dash sales. I hope it's going to be included in the description of the podcast so that we don't have to just listen again and again like, okay, what was that to me? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, and for all the audience and listeners, uh, Arena's resources will be in the links and show notes. Um, be sure to follow her on her social media, visit her website, check it out. Uh, it's really interesting uh, new ways uh, entrepreneurs are building uh, in creative ways of uh, changing the space. So. Thanks so much. Uh, you know, again, thanks so much for staying up. And uh, I know you're it's past your bedtime, but um, you know, uh, the audience and listeners really uh, appreciate that. So uh, we look forward to hearing about your future success. My pleasure. Thank you very much for like uh, for having this conversation. I always love to share the knowledge and uh, experiences. So yeah, uh, and thank you everyone for listening.